or Conversations with Dwyer, or if you've been listening for a really long time, Conversations with Dwyer, that uh, this is a music podcast. And speaking of music, that song that played me in is called Don't Know Me. It is by Narcissist. And my guest today is the singer of that fine song, Stephanie Luke, who is also a member of the Coat Hangers. Um, this is part two of a conversation I did with her about a year ago. Uh, we just hit it off, Stephanie and I, and we kept talking. And uh, so I put the part two on Patreon. So, And then for the end of 2021, I thought I'd release it. Uh, please buy the album. Don't stream it. You can go to their band camp, which is in the show notes. And in the show notes also is my first conversation. So if you want to go and be like, hey, I should refresh or listen to that first episode with Stephanie Luke, please do so. And then listen to this one. Either way, it's a great talk. Uh, all things Narcissist is in the show notes. Please check it out. Please listen. Please buy their music. She's great. I really, really hit it off with her. Um, and then 2022, I already have two episodes recorded for 2022. I have Jess Williamson and Pearl Charles ready to go. Uh, those are great episodes that are going to come up, come out. Uh but, I man, I, I'll tell you right now, I don't like this week between Christmas and New Year's. It's just this weird void of lethargy, and you want to do things. I want to get back to working, but I just can't seem to get fucking anything done. It's just like this weird, it's purgatory. It's life purgatory, because, <laughs> I don't know, I'm not going to really do much for New Year's. I never have. I either would do shows, work in bars... Or go to bed. And this year, I'll go to bed. I don't think I've... Since I've become a dad, I think I've seen one New Year's Eve. Or New Year, whatever. Anyway, enough of that. Please enjoy this part two of Stephanie Luke from Narcissist and Coat Hangers. Happy New Year, everybody. Unless you're listening to this in five years from now, then, hey, hope things are well. Before we jump, did you want to ask me, because you said you wanted to ask me about John or painting with John or anything. I did. I wanted to know because I started watching, uh, I started watching it the other day and I had to like turn it off because it was like giving me anxiety, (laughs) but it was also like, like, did you get to work, like talk to him and be around him? No. I, I, like it literally, and I reposted because he did the podcast. And where did this guy come from? He's from the eighties art scene, like Basquiat. Jean Michel Basquiat used to sleep oh, on his floor. Okay, like right, he's in that. Right. He came from that world. He had a band, the Lounge Lizards, which was this like what was it? No, No Wave. That that was the music. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he was in that No Wave scene, and he's in. Uh, Jim Jarmusch's first couple movies like uh, Stranger Than Paradise and Down By Law which has Tom Waits in it as well and like he did these he did these like he was in these like indie films that are now kind of like cult classics or iconic he's in Last Temptation of Christ as well okay Um, but he also it's just so weird it's like I'm like why have I never how did this guy get past me you know that kind of thing he's like uh, vague, but also like in certain <laughs> worlds, like he's, but he scored like a bunch of movies and uh, like he's in a bunch of, but then he got sick in like early 2000 and he, 
so he started painting again. And right. so that's when his paintings started taking off. Like all and in, in the show, all the I do I love his paintings though. I, those things are fucking great. Yeah, all the music in the show is his music. So that's all shit he composed. That, and, that's wild. Like so he's like just just insane and he's like the movies he's in, he's great. Like he's just like this insanely talented dude. And he did yeah. the podcast and he sent me clips of the show and he, I, I thought he had sold it. Like I was like, so I thought, oh, you're coming on to fucking push your TV show, and then like literally right. five minutes into the interview, he's like, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do with it, and I was like, yeah, like in my head, I'm like, you haven't sold this fucking thing, like, <laughs> and he had this weird show in the '90s called Fishing with John, which was like a talk show where it would be like him and Willem Dafoe fishing, and it was like this really weird. It was what? Yeah, it's like on Criterion. Like it's a that has that's a huge cult film. But like it's like he his guests right. are like Willem Dafoe, Tom Waits, Dennis Hopper. Like it's crazy. It was kind of like pre Bourdain, like ahead of its time. Yes. Okay. And he, but yeah. Dude, so that's fucking awesome. So when he ended the when I ended he ended the interview with him. I'm friends with this guy that I worked with at Second City, who's a big director producer now and i was like hey right. do you mind if i send it to adam mckay i don't know if you, adam mckay did anchorman and okay yes and yes. then he did the vice the vice movie the one about dick cheney and uh, oh yeah that was good too so i just said i was like do you mind if i send this stuff to him and he wasn't really sure who adam was <laughs> <laughs> and uh i was like but i was like he, he i had to tell him like he did this and that and then he's like oh yeah okay but uh, and then like they, they started working together and they sold it. So I never met John, just except for like we. That's wild. We DM on Twitter. Like nothing in my life ever unfolds like that. Where I'm like, hey, and then like I get a credit and supposedly some money that I haven't gotten yet. But <laughs> welcome to the court. Yeah, I've heard of it. But money. I was like, all my whole intention was like, this show is really cool. I think this guy can sell it. Like I had no expectations of anything other than like maybe this will help. So it's cool. That's that I, awesome. But that's like, fucking great. I think it's important for people to know about people like that. You know, it's like, um, and unfortunately, yeah, that was the, that this was the way I found out about him. So good job. What was, well played, uh, <laughs> well played sir. <laughs> what, what makes you anxious about him? Uh, oh, just the way he talks. He's intense. He's got that voice. He's so intense. Yeah, I'm like, ah, ah, ah. Like, I feel like if I met him, like, he would be like, I can see all your deepest, darkest thoughts, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, he, which is, you know, that's he, okay. He's intense. Like, we got into an argument the day the show premiered on Twitter, like, in the DMs, and I was kind of like, oh, man, this is like, I knew he was difficult and weird, but it was right. like, I was kind of like, I almost told him, like, go fuck yourself. But <laughs> right, yeah. You're and, like, okay, that's enough, sir. Yeah, because he just like he's he had a stalker. There's like a whole New Yorker article about it, and it's like, and then another author wrote a whole thing about how disputing the New Yorker article because the New Yorker was making it seem like John was crazy and it didn't really happen, and this other guy was like, no, it did. <gasps> it's like so he's like really paranoid about like people knowing where he lives exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He seems like yeah, he's very like. um and like, like no filter, I feel like, you know, yeah. uh, yeah. So kind of like, what's he going to say next? You know, like, and then oddly you're like, I hope this guy doesn't hate me. Does this guy like me? I want this guy to like me. Why do I want this guy to like me? You know, that kind of thing. It's like, I think he's like really those from- extreme, like weirdo people. It's just like, 
I, yeah, it's, it just makes me a little nervous to be around them Yeah, because I, I'm like, is, is this real? Or like, are you making fun of me? Or yeah, he's <laughs> more, my own insecurities. Yeah. I heard he's more yeah. trusting with like, he's got that, like, I don't trust men thing, which is, oh. which is justifiable because men can be absolute trash. But, uh, well, <laughs> so can women. <laughs> oh, I know. I've, I've lived with some of those. <laughs> uh, yeah. I used my girlfriend in Chicago. Like the, it was sort of a joke, but it was actually kind of true. Is like, I was like, when I was on stage at second city, I think she fucked the entire scene, music scene of Chicago, which she did give it a good run. Oh, which well, would have been fine goals. if we had that agreement, <laughs> had but, but yeah. <laughs> we didn't she have that. A, she, right. That's always fun. Yeah. I, Thank you. What not to do? Yeah. Who not to date? She you got know? dropped off at my house from, uh, I, or my apartment. She, after a night of fucking this dude from a band, the cupcakes that went nowhere, they were like Ugh. DreamWorks first big, like gross. What a stupid name. Yeah. They sucked, but yeah. And they bombed. They like, people were like, they're going to be huge. And it's like nothing, but, uh, <laughs> on a tandem bike, like a bicycle built for two. Like she comes up the street and then comes into my apartment. And is like, uh, she's like, I cheated on you. And I was like, well, the fucking bicycle built for two wasn't a good sign. <laughs> but it's like, like, what are you getting dropped off in what a Muppet the movie? Ah, <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Unicycle. Yeah. Yeah. God damn. Well, whatever her name is, she can go. She can go ride her little bike <laughs> right out of here. That's awful. That is absolutely terrible. Uh, but we've all had, we've all had those, you know, just fucking like, what am I doing relationships, you know? I and know. again, it's just like, I mean, I, I think it, it took me a few of those to finally realize like, Oh, like this is what, this is who I should be with, you know? Uh, but, and I just now learned, I'm just now figuring it out. <laughs> so. It took me a long, that's the, when you met me or, you know, that when I wasn't drinking that time, that was part of the thing is like, I keep having these terrible relationships that are just crash and burn and like, yeah, awful. totally. I had a woman- but I mean, I'm sure it's also because, you know, I feel like the comedy scene and the music scene are very closely related, you know, it's like, uh, as far as like types of people, I feel, you know, it's like everybody's kind of, you got to be a little crazy to be a musician or, you know, stand up comic just because I think, especially with stand up comedy, cause you're just up there by yourself. Like that's insane. Oh, that's like, you can't seriously. blame it on anybody else. You know, uh, one of my coworkers, Minori, she's a stand up comedy, uh, comedic and she, you know, she's hilarious, but I'm like, I really don't know how she gets up there and just does it on her own. She's amazing. You know? Um, but yeah, but I think, you know, I think, Cause you know, and there was, there's sometimes where bands would take stand-up comedians on tour or vice versa, you know, stand-up comedians would take bands on tour to open for them. It's a rough and mix. I, it's a rough mix, but I think, you know, uh, I think that's awesome. You know, we always wanted to take some of our friends that were trying to come up in the uh, stand-up comedy world. We always wanted to tour with them, but it just never worked out kind of thing, you know, but but crowd, but it's weird because, you know, crowds are weird, man. It's like, um, they can be very specific in what they want, you know? And it's like, yeah. oh, God. Okay, I opened up for Julio Iglesias once. What? <laughs> they Excuse you? fucking hated me. It was two nights in front of... Wow. Like, I did it. 
only I, how did that even happen a friend of mine was an agent at caa and i guess they somebody fell through at the last minute i had a not kidding you i had a negative 500 dollars balance in my checking account and my friend called me and she was like hey do you want to work do you want to open up for julio and like she gave me a list of a couple things i couldn't say and i was like i was like yes but this i'm like i'm gonna bomb and she's like yeah you are but it's gonna be a great story and i was like you're right it is yeah and and you got paid i hope i got out of my negative balance but it was the first night was terrible and i was so broke i could like i bought a 12 inch subway sandwich to last me two days (laughs) (laughs) just nursing that yeah and then uh yeah, I and then the first night I didn't drink because I and I just I and I was like writing new material on the way up because I was like you know it's like seventy year olds that's who listens to fucking and I'm like my act is <laughs> exactly. I was like my act is they're gonna hate and I right. was told I couldn't do a bunch of stuff so I bombed I fucking bombed in front of thousands of people like it was just brutal and then the second night I drank a bottle of wine I was like fuck this I'm doing what I want and I did yeah and then I just literally I. I did well compared to, you know, I was dealing with 70 year olds and I literally, I just got done and I walked off stage to my car and got the fuck out of there. Cause I was like, <laughs> I was like, this was fucking hell. It was pure hell. Just smash the wine bottle and just drove off. I should have. Perfect. I put wine Perfect. in a water bottle so I could. You're have like, it I punched a 70 year old in the face <laughs> and drove the fuck out of there. But fuck you, grandpa. Did you, yeah. when you've opened, you've as bands, you've opened for other people. Is that, I've seen that beat go well. Oh, there's been, oh God. Yeah. I mean, the worst is when, cause, okay. So we went on tour. We, we got to open for minus the bear, which is on there. They were on suicide squeeze. That was like one of his first, like, you know, they were on there for like 20 years and they're fucking amazing. Um, but we found nothing like no, in no way, shape or form. Are we close to that? You know? Yeah. But it was because it was suicide squeeze. And, uh, so, so it was like their last tour and they were like, well, they always tried to take girl bands out on tour or all female bands. And so, um, so they asked and we we're like, fuck yeah. You know, um, because it, you know, they we're like, oh, like, you know, it'll be nice places. We'll, you know, we'll have a good time. They're super cool dudes. But I mean, some, in some <laughs> cities, it was just like, you're just playing your heart out and you look up and everyone's on their phone. Oh. And it's just like, Hey, but uh, you know, we only, I think, I think we, our set was only like 25 minutes. So it was literally like, you know, have a couple drinks, <laughs> play for 25 minutes and then just get wasted and watch minus the bear every night and have a great time. And, uh, so yeah, so it was great, but it was like, yeah, we, I mean, definitely. And you know, there's been, Many other, I can't remember them all, but where, you you know, festivals or, you know, and you're opening and it's just like, yeah, you're just like, no one gives a shit. Half the people are walking away, holding their ears, you know, it's just like, <laughs> like we're ruining lives, you know? And it's like, but it's great because it's like, well, fuck you too, man. I'm getting paid to be up here, you know, not a lot. But I'm getting paid to fuck around and have a great fucking time. So it's like, who cares? You don't like it, leave. That's fine with me. Yeah, I did, the road would suck, but it was also, it's like, you know, I'd be in Nashville or some, like, I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking dicking around in a cool city for a day or two. And I'm sure, you know, you know people, you know, there's always, that was also the fun part is like, we would always have friends, you know, you start to meet 
you know, or you have just friends from like college or friends that used to live in Atlanta, you know? And so you get to see these people like once every year, you know, or twice a year because you're on tour and that's fucking great. You know, it's like, you, you know, having reunions, you know, with people, you know? So, so yeah, I mean, I really like, I, it, we love touring and we hated touring. It's like this love hate relationship because of whatever, you know, there's a lot of aspects to it, but it's definitely something I, I wish every band could go through like the shitty part of touring because it is so much fun. And it's also a nightmare. It's fucking terrifying. You know, like, just asking around people at the show, like, can I stay with you tonight? <laughs> can we sleep on your floor? Are you, you're not going to rape us, are you? Yeah. It's like that, that, you know, that was the first couple of years of touring, but I mean, you could never get that back. That was like once in a lifetime. And I loved it. Yeah. I remember controlled getting- chaos. <laughs> Contro- kind of semi-controlled. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I toured with second city when I was 21 and granted they, got us places to stay sometimes not great at all like we were just like oh i did was one of the women had a guy just like walk in like the just the door was locked but just still open and the guy came in and was like hey and she was it like <laughs> thankfully nothing horrible happened but it was like right. why where are you putting us like you're you're a successful theater you could get us a decent room right i know i know it's like come on i know you motherfuckers got money but <laughs> yeah but you get what you get yeah <laughs> But I was 20. That's me and Dan. That's me and Dan say, well, you get what you get. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Are festivals weird to play? Because, like, I know. Festivals kind of like, uh, like festivals are great. Uh, Depends on the get, slot, you know, maybe. You get to see, like, fucking super group bands that normally I would never be able to go see or nor would I pay for it just because I'm broke. And then, yeah, because I've done some festivals as a comedian, like music festivals. It's great because yeah, you get depends. to watch from the side it of the depends. stage. Because like, you know, it's like usually we're, you know, for the most part on a lot of these bigger festivals, we're the first band. So no one fuck like the you you don't have the right there's like three different types of passes and you have like the shitty one where it's like you get to play and now you can't ever come back in this area ever again and it's like wait what like oh. you know um yeah so it depended on like riot riot fest was great you know like those kind of festivals um you know like the the bigger ones that are thrown by like Red Bull and all those things, those ones get super intense. It's like, you know, I'm just sorry. Like one time when we were, um, where was it? What the fuck were we? Maybe it was, was it right? I can't remember what fucking festival. I'm sorry. But anyways, um, uh, Motorhead was playing on the main stage and I did not have the right pass to get up on that stage. But I was like, I'm going to try to sneak my way. Cause like Lemmy, it's like one of my idols, fucking love that dude and this because this was right before he died you know uh he was kind of sick at this time so i was like this is it this is my only chance to see him and so i was like sneaking around the back of the stage like a fucking creep and all of a sudden i hear rusty hey rusty and i was like i didn't do it it wasn't me you know and it was the guy the bodyguard or not bodyguard but like the guard that was guarding the, the back part of the stage he was a Codingers fan and he used to work as a bouncer at like one of the, one of the, where whatever city we were in, he used to work at that, one of those clubs that we used to play a lot. So he got me, he let me get on stage on the side of the stage and watch, watch Motorhead. So that made me super excited. I don't know. That was like awesome. Cause usually I end up talking to the door guys because I was always going outside to smoke 
you know? So I'd always try, I think it's the most important people to meet when you're at a show, like during soundcheck, you meet the bartender, you get, you get real friendly with the bartender and you get friendly with the door guy. Yep. <laughs> cause then, cause then maybe you get a free drink. Maybe you get something else. Maybe you get, you know, your friend in for free, you know, those are the hardworking people. <laughs> That's good advice. Yeah. Cause I, I used to open for a guy doing stand up, and he would, it would he would go around the club and introduce himself to everybody and no yeah. but he also remembers names which i'm not so good at <laughs> oh yeah no i'm so bad yeah but no i think it's important like and i would love doing that because it's like you know after sound check you know you usually have like what six hours to kill and so i would just you know cozy up at the bar if they were open and i just kind of shoot the shit with like you know the regular day drinkers at whatever bars great fucking loved it you know, that was part of the fun about being on tour is just meeting random people. And, you know, what's funny is you end up seeing these people over and over and over again. So, uh, so yeah, so that's what taught me to be careful <laughs> about what you do on tour. What do you usually... Because, oh, sorry. No, it's just, you know, shit will come back to bite you in the ass. So <laughs> just got to be careful. Yeah, and they'll, they'll tell the other uh, like I've known from clubs and stuff, they'll be like, oh, so-and-so was here. They were fucking assholes. <laughs> like, Yeah. Or like, so-and-so like loves cocaine. And it's just like, okay, let's not, we don't need to tell people that. We don't need to advertise that. That was a, that was quite a few years ago, my friend, like, like chill your tits. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just, I, I do miss that part of touring. It's just like uh, being in a different city every day. I just, that was just great. And just also just being able to play music, I miss it. Yeah, I don't. I'm I'm not confident we're getting out of this anytime soon, which is terrible. Like, I'm not either. Dan has uh, his other band has a show, some kind of festival thing booked in August, and it's like he's like, I mean, maybe, and I'm like, eh, I don't know. Like, no one knows. It sucks. I'm grateful I've been able to. I landed a freelance job right before. Otherwise I was bartending. Like I'd go around bartending and then sometimes I'd get other like writer work or something. Right. But if right, I, right. No. Yeah. If I, I mean, had but... landed this and my wife got a job for the same guy, we worked for, are you, have you seen Anchorman? Oh yes, of course. Whammy. It's like one of my favorite movies of oh, all time. Todd, to eat the uh, champ kind. Yeah. That's who I, yeah. that's who we work for. He's an old friend. Oh, and I, that's, that's, awesome. that's who I used to tour open for doing shows. <laughs> so Fun. he's the greatest guy, but if he hadn't given us a job, like I would have had to fucking move. Sell your body. You got to get only fans. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of friends who are doing it. Like I've heard of this. Yes. And I'm like, ugh. Nobody yeah, wants. There's no way. I don't there's think. No way. No. There's just no way. I'm, 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 I mean, I don't even like. I don't even like looking at myself in the mirror much. Like getting into the shower, I'm like, oh god, why? I know. What I always that? apologize to Kelly. I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, like I'll like walk up to her neck and be like, I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. I'm sorry for all of this. I don't know, but I'd love cookies. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, I just blame everything on pandemic. I'm like, well, it's a pandemic, you know. Cake, yeah, you know, whatever. I actually had to p pull the reins in on the drinking because I was, yeah, yeah. Me and Dan have done that too. We've definitely, like, now it's like maybe we have like 
maybe once every two weeks, you know, or once a month we'll like go hard, you know, and just have like a weird night just playing, playing Yahtzee and watching, listening to records and watching shitty TV drinking. But it's just, it's just so pointless. And like, yeah, the hangovers like last for fucking ever now. Yep. Uh, and yeah. And it's like, it's not a social, it's like, you know, We'll have a couple beers maybe here or there. Uh, we had some wine the other night, but even that, like, a couple glasses of wine, I felt like I was hungover. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, this is supposed to be the healthy alcohol, <laughs> right? Yeah, was- Wine's the healthy. Um, and it's just like, fuck, I don't even know. Yeah, but we've definitely, and especially because I got school now, like, I can't be fucking around. Yeah. Yeah, I was drinking tequila because tequila, somebody said tequila is really like the healthiest of liquors. I was like, like oh, what? I know. I was like, I don't need to hear this, and I'm going to go to Costco <laughs> and get the biggest bottle they have. Yeah, but then the the old the old missus was like, at one point, she she gave me a kind nudge of like, uh-huh. and I was like, if you're saying something, I'm drinking too much. <laughs> yeah, right. Because she there wouldn't do it yeah. unless. Right. That's pure love. And yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, Dan, Dan, we both, me and Dan keep each other balanced for sure. Uh, because we can both go a little too hard sometimes. So we're both like keeping each other in check. Yeah, I'm really good at it. Like I'm the kind of guy where I was like, people, I'll be like, man, I was drunk last night. And they're like, really? And I'm like, yeah, I'm good at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I call it a professional. Yeah, yes. I'm a profe- professional partiers. Yeah, that's what code hangers you say. Yeah, professional party people. Because it is embarrassing when you go out with the other band and every like all of them get fucking wasted and thrown up in the van. It's like, oh God, like get your shit together. <laughs> Do some drugs. Get it together. Have a shot of tequila and stop, you know, stop crying. Like, what's happening? Oh yeah, I have a friend who Look at gets his cat butt. Oh, Woo! nice cat butthole. Get that on OnlyFans. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, right? This cat is so weird. We just let it in the house. It's just from outside. It's just a feral cat we let in, and now it's my my little baby. How long have you had it? About a year. Oh, so it's... We finally got it, like, a rabies shot. It got sick, and I was like, oof, I guess we should get it shots or something. <laughs> like, cool. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but now, yeah, it's like a cat dog, though. Like she, And we just found out it's a boy. We thought it was a girl, so its name... <laughs> its name is Miss, Mrs. Featherbottoms. Oh, but, but you don't it, know how that cat identifies? Well, exactly. It's a they. And it's because it's it has been neutered because in Atlanta they do like that capture and release kind of thing where they catch them oh, and that's they cool. neuter them. Yeah. And because uh, they have a little green tattoo on their belly if they do that. And so I don't know what I don't know what that area is supposed to look like. Um, <laughs> nor do I want to. But then I saw this thing on Instagram and I was like, uh, I was like, I think. I think that's where his balls used to be. And Dan was like, I can't handle this. I can't handle this. He was like, I need one thing in life that's constant. And he was like freaking out. And I was like, well, we're still going to call him his feather bottoms. So it's, it's pretty, it's been a wild ride, man. That's been a, great, a wild ride. Great name. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's fancy. She has little white, um, little white, uh, paw thing, you know, like gloves. They look like gloves. So, and that was Dan's. That was Dan's doing. Because I probably just would have called her cat. Like, I'm just like, That's cat, good. you dumb cat. I love you. It's a, yeah. I hope that didn't sound too harsh. No, it didn't sound harsh. I was going to, I was going <laughs> to sound like a goofball and be like, you have really nice hair. <laughs> this is all thank you to Kroger. Oh. Mm. 
twenty dollars a bottle, the, and you just set it in there, and it just yeah, it was it was greener, and then the more you wash wash it, the less you know it fades out. I but yeah, Kelly did a similar I, thing a couple of years ago. Yeah, I just I just got to that point where it's like getting your like as a woman like getting your hair done costs so much fucking money, and I, I just know, don't even care. I don't even care anymore. I just don't even care anymore. And like so, it's it's never been longer. It's totally. It's a hot mess, but I just, again, just like, who the fuck cares? You know, I'm not seeing anybody. And I, I got my man. Like, who am I trying to impress? Uh, I'm almost 40, you know. I'm out of that age group, you know. And it's so freeing. Like, I wear a lot of formless pants. <laughs> when I put on jeans to go to work, I feel so fancy. Like, big day, put on pants, you know. <laughs> But usually, like, I'm in some formless pants right now. There's so many. So it's just hilarious. Because, yeah, it's just like, well, I'm just sitting around the house all day on the computer, you know? So, fuck it. When do you uh, turn never 40? Been, never been comfortable. I turned 40 November 23rd. Oh, get the fuck out. Yeah. Oh, Are oh. you such serious? Oh, no, but I'm November. I'm November 19th, and my daughter is November 21st. Kelly will be 40 in May. Okay. Okay. I, I don't know. I'm not like, it doesn't even seem real to me. Like, I don't feel like it at all. I don't feel like any of us look like it. You know, I mean, I think we've done pretty good. Yeah. I'm 52. You know, like, what? Yeah. You I are not. Born in 1968. Wow. Okay. I thought you were younger than me. So that's weird. Oh, well, I had a hit. And also looks very similar to you and he's 44 and he looks younger than me and i'm like well, what the fuck I so i, I mean know. i live like that tequila <laughs> it i think maybe i had a hip replacement that's what people say they're like oh it preserves you you know and i'm like well or you know drives you mentally insane a little bit of both so maybe both i think though you know it's like like you were saying it's just like on and off you know just keep it keep it moderated. You know, it's like, I used to be a person who would drink every day, all day, you know, it was just like, yeah, me too. God, yeah. I definitely hit rock bottom, uh, my birthday, not last year, but the year before. And it scared the shit out, like scared the shit out of myself. I was like, okay, like this is not worth it. I got sober for nine months. Dan did it with me. Super great. But then, but then it was just one of those things where I was like, okay, like kind of want to get fucked up. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, I don't know. So we go back and forth, but I'm not at that point where it's like, I'm drinking because I'm miserable or I'm drinking to escape or like I'm drinking, you know, it's like now I, when I drink, I actually have fun. You know, it's like, it's not like this whole, you know, drama, like emo <laughs> fucking shit, you know, it's like, I would get so emo, so ridiculous. So yeah. So we just, yeah, we just keep ourselves in check. And so it's good. Yeah, Kelly is more of a pothead, so that's I think I had to quit smoking pot because of um school because I couldn't I was I was just I could not remember anything. Like just in one ear out the other cuz it's already kind of like that. So smoking <laughs> weed, I was like I was like this is not helping like anybody. I was like I have to stop and I can't really afford it. Like I can't even afford pot. <laughs> uh yeah, I, I'm just so broke. I work for a bakery, but I only work like um, three days a week because the school is so intense. And uh, do you bake? No, 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 no. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> no, I just I work the morning markets. Um, 
the, you know, the hippie little food market on Saturdays. And then I do like, I help them stock and like stamp bags and get shit ready for sales. Um, and then sometimes we have a little pizza shop that sometimes I, I work at. So I'm just, I just sling the bread products. I'm just a dealer of bread products now. So we both worked at a bakery for a while. That was all, it was a former musician who hired mostly like artists. And it was great. Well, it's great also because yeah, it's like, um, my, the, the cute couple who own it, they're, they're just so nice and they're so respectful and they're so grateful to their employees. And they like, they actually like, they started it by themselves. They used to be bakers. They used to work the markets, you know? So it's like, they're not like these uppity owners who look down at all of their little minions you know <laughs> they're very 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 sweet and they help out and they work there sometimes so it's super cool um but yeah but i'm also paying off a loan so i've only got six months six months left of that um and then i'm done with that loan and yeah i'll, I'll have 500 dollars extra a month after that student <laughs> so loan bullshit um, it was on, I had to get a personal loan to pay for my credit card debt, which was so out of control. I had to get a three-year loan. Oh, yeah. Because I used to, yeah, oh, so dumb. Oh, I, I I had that mentality, like, live fast, die young. Like, I'm not even going to make it to 30. I'm just going to spend this credit card. You know, like, such a fucking idiot. So, yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, so dumb. I so, at least had the awareness to... I didn't have a credit card until I think after I was 40. Cause I was like, I oh, knew so I would smart. be in a bar and be like, drinks on me. And then I would no, totally. That was me. That was me. And like, you know, just like, just, just dumb. So dumb. I mean, dumb it, stuff. Like I getting myself. limos for my friends for their birthday. What? Like, who am I? P Diddy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's because I said P Diddy, because that was like the years I was doing that. So <laughs> that makes, that's how, on it I am but um but I, yeah so so yeah but once that's done I won't be so stressed out oh no wait oh, I lost you sorry okay wait ah, okay uh, my phone does that banner thing you know and then I try to swipe it away oh yeah and instead it just goes I feel like my phone is definitely about to explode um I, I you know how Apple does it's like every two years they come out with a new one and like you have to go get the new one because somehow your old one doesn't work anymore like I think that is a planned thing oh they fucked me with this because my computer died it died like the day two days before I was gonna do interview Wayne Coyne which I was like can't have that oh up. yeah that's a big uh, hopefully that's a big jump number wise for me I don't know but anyway, it doesn't matter. Wait, have you done it yet or are you going to do it? It came out today. Oh, it did. Okay, okay, okay. He's great. How how was he? Was he cool? He was really cool. He's definitely a professional. He was like like he Oh, really? Well, I mean, he was like he knew how to steer the conversation. Right. But I mean, you know, that's great. Wasn't he doing like so, didn't he do something with uh Miley or something and it was kind of inappropriate? I don't know. Like, I know they collaborated together. Because I just remember, I think it was like an MTV or like a, some kind of award show. And like, that was when she was like full force Miley, you know? Like, I know she crazy her- it's Miley. And she was wearing that weird, like, latex, like, skin colored outfit. Oh, that was. Outfit. Well, she rubbed her butt on. Uh, uh, it wasn't him. It was. It was this, that other guy who did the. That other stupid song. 
I can't remember. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, he got yeah, to... I thought he was a part of that too, but maybe not. Maybe I got it wrong. He seems pretty like, and I researched the shit out of him, but it's, he seems very, I mean, like his wife and kid go with him everywhere. Like he doesn't seem like, I don't know if something happened. Like, I don't know. Because like, so he's not like, he's not like a mega star where he's like talking down to you. No, he was really like, he's just a very, I mean, he still lives in Oklahoma City. He's like very much, he lives in the neighborhood he grew up in. That is so fucking awesome. That's what I'm talking about. Like, there's nothing more depressing than like meeting, you know, like, or talk, getting to talk to, you know, like a musician that you really love or really care about. And they're just jerks, you know, that's like, oh, like shot in the heart to me, you know? He's actually, he got in trouble a few years ago because he shit talked. Uh, who the fuck is the band? The Neon Bible is that their big album? Oh, Arcade Fire. He well, he called them out because they toured together, and he called them out for being dicks to their fans. And which I thought he like wrote a huge piece, and he was like, you know, they he's like your fans are who make you, and like you should treat them with respect. And yeah, and he got a lot of heat for it. And he later apologized, but I was like, you're right. Like you're not saying anything. But they should be getting the heat. They're the assholes. So I think me and Dan have finished Netflix. So like in general, like just everything, we went. We moved on. We moved back in time. We started watching Taxi, which oh, is actually an one. amazing TV show. Yes. Never seen it. Uh, fucking rules. Um, and then Cheers. Watched all of that. Um, what else did we watch? Is Taxi on Netflix? It's on Hulu. Oh, I have. I have, I can do that. Fucking do that. Um, and then we also like our like CBS, ABC, like grandma, grandpa shows like nine one one. Numbers, um, CSI Miami, these kind of shows, you know, that come on, you know, like that grandma and grandpa watch and they think they're so scandalous. Like, we'll watch some of that, too. We're, we're unashamed. Uh, well, now it's I who have to pee. Yeah, I have to pee again, too. I went to well, uh, two please hours. Please keep in touch. Was please that your cell phone number in that you emailed me? Yeah. I'll, uh-huh. I'll text you when I get off. I te- it's weird because I've become friends with a lot of my guests, like Alicia Ambrosio from the Magic Markers, and I text all the time. Good. Do well, you know, please do. Yeah. Please have you worked do. with this has Alicia? Been so, this has been so normal, huh? Have you ever like been around the Magic Markers or Alicia Ambrosio? Mm-mm. I-, I will say this: you and her are my two f- funniest guests I've had on. <laughs> yes. She was. That's awesome. I need to check them out. She's really, yeah, she, I like them a lot. I saw them early on in, like, on their first tour when they were more just noise, noise rock. But, okay. But they don't, they're not as noisy. But they still do noisy. I like noise. I'm all for that. I do too. I do too, yeah. Oh, you would probably dig them. <laughs> I think you would dig them a lot. Well, I need something new to listen to, so thank you, yeah. And then there's, well, you should check out Narcissist. That's new. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that one girl's a bitch. She's yeah. yeah she has her moments. <laughs> She's such a weirdo. What a freak. Yeah. All right. Well, Matt, it's been a fucking pleasure. Hit me up anytime. I'm around. Yeah. Hopefully, I come to Atlanta sometimes. So if I do, I'll give you. You know. Oh hell yeah. 